Noia Kiorana Somalo and Evie. We're doing the Tahi this 9th of May 2023, just in case we go what year was Tuesday. Uh, today is also day three of Rotsuman Language Week. Uh, what is that, Rotsuma? Phrase of the day, Evie. Noia. No Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's a super simple phrase for you to introduce into your everyday language. Help us celebrate Rotuman Language Week, one of the newest language weeks and one that uh, definitely still deserves some celebrating. Take this opportunity to learn a bit more about a culture and language you may not know a lot about. Rotuman Language Week. For more info, a great place to get a bunch of resources and help with your pronunciation. mpp.govt.nz. Coming up on the show today, we're covering everything from New Zealand Music Month, some of the newest music that we've added to the Tahi stream, as well as Wyata Anthems, Tax Returns, Wu-Tang Clan. There's a lot to get through. Um, but I first want to make a real big mention. We are four days, 16 hours, 13 minutes, and 23 seconds away from Evie. Mother's Day. Exactly. Do not forget. Do not forget. Have you gotten your Mother's Day present yet? I'm organized, but organized. I couldn't possibly say what the present is because I think my mum listens to every show. Hi, mum. Oh, okay. Um, so, but it's going to be cool. She's going <laughs> to love it. She's Same going thing to I get love it. Every year. <laughs> and if all else fails, candles. Candles. Candles or coffee candles. cups. I feel like I, I'm a sucker for like world's best mom or world's best dad coffee cup. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, they're like, they're just such a great, pre- like they just do the job. I could know? get you a world's best co-host mug. I oh, don't that's think so cute. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's happening. No, right. Do you know what? Uh, <laughs> actually, can I just bring up one of the hardest things as a um, person with a Samoan name growing up as a kid was... Um, they never have your name on those coffee cups that they sell mm. at the stores. You like walk into a store, he was like Alamance at Gleamfield Mall, and you'd be like, "Oh, where's the keychain with my name on it?" Do you know they never had my name either until like five years ago, really? and now I meet Evies all the time. Yeah. But when I was a little kid, I never found an Evie or an Evelyn. Oh my god, plot twist! My full name's Evelyn. Um, never found one until like a few years ago. And I bought like four little purses because I was just so excited. <laughs> 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 like the first time, I was like, oh my god. Uh, you gotta love it. All right. Uh, we got a lot coming up on the show today. Uh, in particular, we want to talk about right now the King's Coro. So, King Charles, officially the King, uh, Camilla, Queen Consort. It was a lot of pageantry and a lot of sort of dressed up horses and a big day for choirs. There was oh. a lot of choirs. They were all amazing, but like, how many choirs are you gonna have? I was, um, they kept bringing out a different person to sing, and I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, this guy got really slim. Like, this dude lost. Wow. I'm like, man, he looks <laughs> like a totally it. different person. Like, I hate watching the coronation. I... I just really want to get that out there. <laughs> I didn't go into the coronation like, yeah, you know what? I really want to learn about the monarchy. I was just like, man, these people are dressed weird. That's Honestly, the outfits for. were bizarre. Yeah. I was hoping for better outfits, but I watched it because I had no intention of watching it, to be honest. I didn't really care. But I was at like a party at a bar and they were playing the rugby and I thought it would be real funny to be like, hey guys, put on the coronation. And then they actually did. And funny. I thought it was hilarious and everyone was like, who put this on? What's wrong with you? And I was like, yeah, who put this on? Like, who would who would do that? It was it was me. It was, it was it's, it's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie to you. The coronation was strange. I think, personally, 
I was just I was very confused about what was happening at all times. Mm. And he get why did he only have one glove on? Why did it kind of look like a golf glove? I don't know. You know, um, there was plenty of questions I had. Like, why do people think my culture's weird when <laughs> these guys are wearing? Like, did you also see? Oh, <laughs> so funny to me. All the horses and they're like doing this procession and they're just pooping on oh, the road yeah. and the other horses just stomping through the horse poop. I was yep. like. This is not giving glamour to me. This is not giving royal. This is giving horse poop. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not ideal. And we were allowed to watch that for free on TV. Think of the children. Think of oh, the children. <laughs> think of the children. Uh, I think highlights for me. Um, I will say... Oh, I actually need to note that the um, Tongan um, royalty, uh, the king and queen, mm. Uh, mm. were there. They mm. flew all the way out from uh, from Donga to go watch the coronation, which was pretty cool. I just like the idea of seeing like some PI representation there. Um, but I think a highlight for me was like me having my fingers crossed on whether or not the crown was going to fall off Charles's head. Oh, it was tilting. It was tilting. It yeah, was... like the, the guy put it on and he kind of like let it go. He was doing he was what? doing those ones. He kind of like you know you ever tried to balance something on someone's head? Yeah. And you kind of like you're like oh. Oh, oh, oh. That's kind of how it looked like. And it was the I, same with Camilla, though, and she was, like, fiddling with it. And I was like, I don't know if you... Like, there's, Are you supposed so to fiddle rules. with the crown, you know? Are you supposed to even touch it? Yeah. it's. A, I, had a, I had so many questions. All them stolen diamonds. They looked really good on camera, to be <laughs> fair. Jewels of Africa, baby. You maybe give those back. Everything's um, stolen. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, uh, Coronation, Coronation Street, uh, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. The Coro Concert. Oh. <sighs> I liked my favorite bit about it was that they were using drones instead of fireworks to like make shapes in the sky. Really? Up until Katy Perry did firework, then they set off some fireworks because the lyrics aren't "baby you're a drone," mm. you know, "baby you're a firework." Then they had some fireworks. I mean, I'm a sucker for some fireworks. Mm. I can't mm. lie to you. They're just my my brain is like, "Yay, colors!" Like I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was weird that so many Americans were performing at such like a British moment like yeah. i don't really know what katie perry has to do with any of this but maybe charles is just a katie cat yeah because that's perry what stand. right like who chose them and did they have to go to the king and be like hey coro concert katie perry and then was the king like i would enjoy some katie perry very much i'm not saying katie perry's a bad musician oh, God, i'm no. just saying Strange. I can't, when choice. I think of like a royal concert, I'm definitely not thinking anything youthful. <laughs> well, here's the thing: Adele said no, Elton John said no, Amen. Harry Styles said no. Oh. They tried to reunite One Direction for this moment. They said no, but I think that was mainly a Zayn thing based mm. on vibe. Um, so maybe they just kind of were like, well, we're running out of time. Uh, we know that American Idol isn't filming this week, so we get two of those judges. Mm. And then Nicole mm. from the Pussycat Dolls. Mm. That'll work. And it, it did, I guess. Yeah. Who do you think's going to be the next? Like, because, like, let's be realistic, right? We're not far away from another coronation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give or take. So, things, yeah. like, who's going to perform at the next one for Wills and Kay. Yeah. Oh man, hopefully someone British. Like that would maybe make more sense <laughs> to me personally. But I don't know what type of sort of music they like. I can only assume it's Adele. But if she said no to this one, she's probably saying no to the next one. Kid Leroy. Oh. <laughs> Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber playing yes. at the coronation. <laughs> one four at the coronation. We love to see it. I would. Uh, I. <laughs> I got so many bad jokes that I just can't. 
I would personally just pick Beck Runger and she'd play for three hours and everyone would love it. That would be it for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm curious to see who's going to perform at the upcoming, <laughs> the upcoming coronation. <laughs> Alright, um, we want to know who do you think would be perfect for the inevitable and eventual upcoming, very soon to be coronation concert. Mm, the next mm. one. The next one. The no, next. it's not far away. If you want to... <laughs> let us know. We're going to put a post up. Uh, we're going to put a story up on uh, the Tahi's Instagram. Let us know who do you who would you like to see perform at the next King's Caro concert. Getting into new music, celebrating New Zealand Music Month here on Tahi, we have got our lineup of local new music as well as some of our classic ads. Um, our featured artist this week, Evie, tell me a bit about them. Our featured artist this week is Rita May. She's an amazing singer, performer, artiste. Mm-hmm. She's got um, her new song, Real Love, which I think is about real love. Mm, um, and it's great. She's the cover. I think, um, I know it's about the music, but I've seen Rita May live a few times now, and she's always got a really good outfit on. And mm. I just want to give her a moment here to say, great job on the outfits. You look amazing. You look very cool. Uh, if you're into music and outfits, <laughs> check out Rita May. She's got it all. She's a fashion killer. Also on our local ads, uh, Dead Forest and AP, produced by Dedders, uh Forest vs. Purpose. That was my new Music Friday pick. Such a good record. I love Dead Forest. I, I, I think I think he's I think he's like next gen for sure. I mean that dude is is such a talent. Him him and Dedder teaming up too is like always like a just a dangerous combo. Like, they can make... They're hit makers. Mm. They're, they're king makers as far as I'm concerned. Like, they just do such a great job. And I love seeing AP do some more solo stuff as uh, AP from Church and AP. Church mm. does a lot of, like, his own things too. And I really enjoy seeing AP do the same because AP is also a phenomenal talent. I mean, Church and AP overpowered as is. Dead Forest AP better. It's the Infinity Ring, you know? Like, it's just not... It's the Infinity It's not fair. It's, it's just not fair. Over to our classic ads, though, for New Zealand Music Month. We aren't adding any international artists. We are only doing classic records. And some of our classic records this week consist of the likes of Big Runger, who... Evie, why don't you talk about this? Big Runger liked our post on Instagram. Yes, That's right. Queen. We're huge. You're jealous. Kiwi icon Big Runger. Yeah. Uh, but we put Sway on. Uh, Tahi FM this week. Sway, classic hit by Beck Runger, our best friend who knows us. Loves us. <laughs> biggest fan of the show. So. Uh, David Dallas' running is on there, which I think to this day is still like an incredibly motivating record. You can't listen to that song and be upset. Mm. Jay Williams and Scribe, Lord Kings. It is a phenomenal lineup of classic records. If you've got any suggestions for songs that you'd like to hear on our classic ads, shoot us a message on Tahi's social media, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Give us a like, give us a follow, stay up to date. Slowing things down and taking a more serious note, you may have seen in the news recently, Dawn Raids are back. Uh, we are sitting down this morning with the incredible, illustrious journalist Lydia Lewis from RNZ Pacific to talk more and find out a bit more about exactly what's going on. For people who might be unfamiliar with the Dawn Raids, do you mind giving us a brief recap on sort of some of the history behind the Dawn Raids? Yeah, so... This is something that impacts many Pacific families across Aotearoa. There isn't really a family that I've met or a person that I've met in my time at RNZ Pacific that doesn't have an uncle, a dad, a grandfather, somebody that wasn't impacted in the 1970s by dawn raids. These have been described 
as horrendous, traumatizing raids on Pacifica people in the early hours of the morning who, who, you know, needed to be deported, essentially. I mean, what was your reaction when you heard that dawn raids were back in Aotearoa? It was, um, <laughs> it like immediately brought me back to the apology which was, what, 2021? Yep, 2021. Yeah. So not that long ago. And I think, like, as, like, a Pasifika person, it was like, oh, okay, so what did that apology mean? Yeah. You know, like, it was kind of like, what did, what, did, what did that apology represent if we're already doing them again? And that's been the sense across the board, really. Uh, and that apology in 2021 were for, was for the past. And that set a new tone for Aotearoa was supposed to make significant changes and show people that this is not the way we do things. We are part of the Pacific. Aotearoa is part of the Pacific. And it was supposed to set a tone. It was a really lovely feeling and to, to, to see the government apologise in such a way decades on mm. from... The atrocities that happened. Um, so yeah, when this happened, when the news broke, there was a real sense across the Pacifica community that, oh, what does this mean for the apology? Mm. Where do we stand now? Does the government, you know, still, are they still going to treat us how they promised they would treat us, you know? And so a lot of questions have been raised. There was a community meeting at the weekend. It was my day off, but... It's the type of thing that you have to go to because, I guess, like the government ministers, you know, they all turned up to this community meeting in Otara within one day's notice and those questions were being raised. You know, the mat was laid out in the front. Pakilao Manase Lua, who is the Tongan community leader, was leading the charge and all of the ministers actually apologised um, again. Mm for this particular this particular incident. It's not called a dawn raid though as per se in immigration New Zealand. They mm. call it an out of hours visit. Mm. Um, but actually after this meeting I questioned the immigration minister and I just um, not minister, well I didn't interview the minister as well, but Immigration New Zealand and just said, So what, do you sit down and have cups of tea with these people, you know? do you just go in and have a cup of tea? And they said, actually, sometimes we do. But in this particular incident, that's not what happened. Mm. So, yeah. Also, too, something to note is, uh, from my understanding, this wasn't just the... There were a number of these dawn raids. Yeah. And these didn't just affect Basfika people. It was also other communities affected? That's right. So that's something that I have put to the ministry. How long have these been happening? Um, I've got a question in with Immigration Ministry at the moment, um, uh, spanning back eight years. I've asked them how many of these incidents have happened and I've asked them to break it down um, as well into ethnicity. So that's due back soon. Hmm. Um, So keep an eye on RNZ Pacific for that story. But we do know that this has happened over the last year, at least. Um, and the majority of the, the people who were visited in the early morning or dawn raided, mm. whatever you prefer, were of Chinese uh, descent. Mm. Um, there were also Indian 
um, population or communities represented um, Malaysian and then there were Pacifica communities as well. Um, what I'm interested to know is, you know, is this the same sort of thing that happened in the 70s? Is this targeted? Yeah. Uh, from what I've seen at the moment, I'm not too sure because Pacifica don't make, you know, make up the entire you know, number in this, this group that have been visited in the early hours of the morning. Um, or out of hours, but we'll see. We'll mm. see what the stats have to say. I also questioned the immigration minister about that. I actually specifically asked, is the system racist? Mm. And he said from the stats that he's seen, from the documents that he's read, that the number of people that are represented in this group of out-of-hours <laughs> visits um, is kind of representative of the overall... I guess, figures. So, I mean, again, I asked him, well, do we see anyone from the UK in these statistics? Why are they all people who are from minority groups in these statistics? And he he did say that, you know, I feel confident that these are representative of the entire figures and, you know, it's a similar number and, you know, percentage of the representation as a whole. But time will tell. Mm. There are still a lot of questions that need to be answered and I'll be answering them hopefully through my stories in the coming days. And there are so many things in the pipeline at the moment. So on the government side, we have the immigration minister looking into an amnesty. There's been an amnesty in the past and basically what an amnesty would do is anyone who is currently an overstayer, so they've surpassed their time here in Aotearoa, they may have already applied for another visa, but they're waiting on it, but they're still an overstayer. So things that aren't really sometimes their fault, um, they can basically just not be illegally here for that time and apply for an amnesty. So that's in the pipeline that's yet to be announced. The minister is currently looking into whether or not that's an option that the government's going to take up. And there is fierce support for that. I mean, you know, Pacific community leaders went to parliament three years ago. They stood at the steps of parliament in the pouring rain with a petition um, to big politicians to make this happen. This is something that has been in the pipeline for a while and it's really just this recent event mm. that has really pushed it back in the spotlight. This is a story that we've been covering for years mm. You know, years we've been covering this, three years until it's come back into the spotlight and still not sure if this is something that's going to be happening. So on the government side, that's a possibility. And then Immigration New Zealand, they're taking a good hard look at these events. They have announced a review into the situation. Um, and really this review is about cultural incompetencies as well because mm. that's what's been raised, you know, for people to on the front line to maybe potentially not understand, we don't know, but the past traumas and what going and knocking on somebody's home in the early hours of the morning, how scary that would be, how re-traumatising that could be, particularly in Pacifica families, um, they want to look into that. And so I asked them, are they going to implement whatever comes out of the review? Obviously, they don't know yet, but that's something else potentially 
a cultural shift and a real looking in the mirror kind of sense that I'm getting from immigration New Zealand. That was Lydia Lewis from RNZ Pacific, an illustrious journalist and guest on the show this morning talking to us about the Dawn Raids. It's really important to denote, and Lydia and I talked about this off camera, is that overstayers aren't criminals by nature. They're not They're not bad people. They're just people who have overstayed on the visa. They're not drug dealers. They're not violent or anything like that. They're just... Their only crime is not being a citizen, which really doesn't warrant the response and trauma that they've received. And it's really heartbreaking, I think, as a bus speaker person to have been re-traumatized again by the apology two years ago, like having to bring up those memories with people in our community. And then today to be like, oh, hey, they're back and having to do this all over again. And, um, you know, my family, like I mentioned to Lydia, didn't experience the dawn raids firsthand. My father migrated here to Aotearoa from Samoa post-dawn raids. But it, it doesn't, you know, one degree of separation, you can find somebody that was deeply affected by this who's, like, hidden in refrigerators and in clothing bins and, and, and gone through those early morning wake-ups with dogs running through their houses to see dawn raids in the headlines again is heartbreaking. Um, you can follow that story and future updates via RNZ Pacific. And another massive thank you to Lydia for joining us on the show this morning and, and explaining more about exactly what is going on. Well, that was grim. Um, let's... I need... I need some cheering. I need... I need to lighten the mood. Please tell me you have something good to tell me. Uh, my power company had a deal on and we got a new free TV in our flat and it's really cool. Uh, would you like to hear you. more about that? Yeah, sure. Why not? That'll do. Okay. It's all I've got, <laughs> so it's what you're getting. We got a new TV and it has this thing on it that's like built-in live TV, but I think it's done via streaming. I don't know. Anyway... There are 2,000 plus channels available for free any time of day. And they are random as hell. There's one called Nosy that just plays um, the Maury show. Anything with a paternity test, 24 hours, no ads. Really? There's a Baywatch channel that only plays Baywatch. They also have one called Horse and Home, which is just shows about either horses or homes or horses and homes mm, mm, uh, but the mm. list goes on there's sports there's everything and I watch it for hours so you basically got a free cable box with your TV essentially that has just 2,000 Two channels thousand. how many of those are radio stations oh there are a few radio yeah. stations there's a bunch of <laughs> there's the now that's what I call 80s 70s whatever they really? all have their own channel oh, and they what? just play music videos all day That's long no ads sick. it's throwbacks to MTV when it was good like it's amazing but it has made me cancel like all of my streaming mm. subscriptions minus one mm. um, but there's too many don't I don't want to choose anymore there's too many options like we went from like oh they just tell us what to watch on TV we want our options too many options there's too many services there's too much money there's too much stuff I don't want to make any decisions I am tired I just want to watch a show about a horse and a home is that wrong there is no better feeling as a child when you'd flip on Sky TV on a Saturday morning and there was a good movie on mm. that fit like because like nine times out of ten there wasn't but when that good movie came on you were like man today is going to be a great day now when you have 2,000 channels to choose from oh the, oh. the opportunities are endless. You know, so, the you world think, is my TV oyster. Whenever I go to the doctors or the kebab shop and I'm always like, where do they find these channels? It's that, right? That. It's got to it's be that. that. You're like, where, where are they getting this? I've never seen this channel before. 
that. It's probably that. But yeah. I still still have my anime streaming service because uh. for all the free TV has to offer, it doesn't have an anime channel. Mm. And I'm trying to watch Demon Slayer as soon as it comes out. Like, mm by the minute. So I'll pay for that. I'll pay the $8 a month for that experience. But mm. I'm not paying for anything else anymore. I'm just watching weird stuff on my free TV. Have you ever heard of um, Parsi? Uh, I have, but as we are on camera and being recorded, I will say right now I have never once in my life ever illegally downloaded a single one file, not even one time ever, because I have the free TV. And so I wouldn't need to. <laughs> that... <laughs> See, you, you, did you not... did you not... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just keep thinking about like, do you remember you like you did you'd like totally legally purchase a song and then would have um, John F. Kennedy do a speech yes! like halfway through? Yeah, yes. And you think you've got the new Lil John single, but yeah. you don't. You, you don't. just have that recording again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. anyway I'm glad. Thank you. You cheered me up. Uh, live TV, Yay. eh? I'm going to look into it. I wouldn't mind watching reruns of Baywatch. Yeah, get into it. It's yeah. good. It's really good. On Tahi Digital this week, it's Wire to Anthems. We're kicking it off. The first two documentaries from Wire to Anthems are out now. It's a little bit of a different vibe with Wire to Anthems this year. As I've said, we've got docos, we've got live music, there's new singles, but then the full Wire to Anthems album comes out in September. So we've got heaps of celebration to do, and we're very proud to be partnering with Wire to Anthems this year, and big shout-outs to Temangai Paho as well for funding the entire thing. It couldn't happen without them. But the first two documentaries, are out right now on our Facebook. Go look at them right now, today. Do it. Now on Facebook. Shaquille O'Neal dropped a banger of a wire over the weekend. Um, a freestyle, which is very clearly not a freestyle, but yeah. um, there's something just about Shaquille O'Neal or just basketball players in general dropping records, but this record's kind of catchy. I'm obsessed with it. Mm. And it's for reasons that you may not have thought of. Mm. Um, the sample is Drowning Pool's new metal classic, Bodies Hit the Floor, right? Really? The Shaq song is called Thotties Hit the Floor. Now, this song, you may remember it's the one that goes, one, nothing wrong with me. Two, nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Three. Anyway, uh, hugely popular with incels, apparently. Someone told me that. But uh, I think that it signals the moment I've been waiting for for a long time, which is New Metal is back, baby. I'm talking Limp Bizkit. I'm talking Corn. I'm talking System of a Down. I'm talking Disturbed. It's happening. If Shaq says it's happening, I reckon it's happening. I've seen Wide Pants all over the city. It's back. If you are a white man who hates their mum, get in the studio right now because it's your time. New Metal is back. We're here. Because Shaquille O'Neal... Uh, look, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Evie, but I really don't think Shaquille O'Neal is the leader of music. Yeah, but what if Henry. I just decided no, he was today like, at this time? You can, but does the universe, <laughs> does everyone else universally agree? Like, yeah, you know who's like a real trendsetter in music? Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> you know, like everyone's like, you know what? That guy, that guy makes some bangers now. <laughs> My this, favorite musician, Shaquille O'Neal. He's also a DJ. It's just, there's a lot of things that I feel like someone that jacked to the tits just can't do. If mm. you're that swole, DJing's just like... I don't know. I mean, like, look at DJ Al Goody. Oh, you don't know DJ Al Goody? 
DJ Algoody is uh, one of the most jacked people. He's also my mentor. Oh, dope. The elf, yeah. He's jacked to the tits, and that dude's a DJ, and it just looks really funny seeing someone like that swole mm. hitting the turntables, you Do know? you think that, like, Shaq maybe just, like, finished up basketball and maybe just got, like, a little bit bored? And was like, oh, hey. side quiz. Like he's also a cop. You know, he's like, is a, he a he's cop? like, yeah, he's like also like a deputy sheriff for Calabasas or something like that. Calabasas, yeah, something like that. He's like a deputy sheriff. He's been deputized. He's a DJ. He's a rapper. But it's like also, um, I don't know if you know this, but it's like a thing in the NBA for you to like, if you if you want to be like the real OG of basketball, you gotta have a rap song. True. Kobe, Kobe has Kobe's a rap got song. A song. Yeah, Kobe's on a song with uh, Brian McKnight. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shaq has songs with the Wu-Tang, uh, with Method Man and RZA. He's got a song. Oh, he's got like a G-Funk song from back in the 90s. Like, there's some classic, there's some classic Shaq tracks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, honestly only engage with basketball in the sense that I know which ones the Kardashians have dated uh... and what happened. So if Tristan Thompson wants to release sort of like an apology track at any time... Mm. Might mm. listen to that, but not going to hold my breath. <laughs> I don't like him, but I'm allowed to say that. That's yeah, okay, that's fair. I think, I think, I think Shaquille. I would be excited to hear more from him. I, I would I, like to see him do a Jay Z thing, like with Lincoln Park, where he oh. drowning Paul maybe get back together, and he does like it's like a rap metal resurgence. Another mm. thing that should be, I mean. It kind of is rap metal if you're rapping over a new metal song. So would you argue that Machine Gun Kelly's already done it? I wouldn't. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> no, no, it's not metal. Into metal. Into metal. But uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, high hopes for Shaquille O'Neal's rapping career. I hope it continues. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll see it on the Tahi stream sometime in the future. And new metal's back. Yeah. Let's talk about money. Yay, Let's talk money. about getting paid or paying tax returns. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's one of those weird things where it's like, I, I love the gamble that we all play hoping that we're going to get a good tax return yeah. every year. I get we're, so excited. We're getting nothing. into this season, right? Isn't it June or something like that that we get our tax returns? They do the calculations on the 31st of March, mm. and then I believe we're supposed to be getting something by the 31st of May or like by mid-June. I don't know. If you call them and ask, they're like, go look on the website. And then you look on the website and you're like, where's the information? It's like, call us if you're confused. So, Mm. I don't know. You'll get it hopefully soon. If you owe money, they've probably already called you. Let's be real. Last year, I owed them 80 cents. And they sent me this whole letter. And I was like, 80 cents? Mm. Give it, you damn 80 cents. I gave them the 80 cents. Yeah, you have to. Because they'll take like $50 on it. 80 cents. Just pay it yourself. Like, I don't know why I have to get involved with the 80 cents. Just take the 80 cents out of my taxes, bro. Just take it. It's like, oh my God, wasting time. One year... Because like I'm used to like working two jobs, so like sometimes when you work when you work two jobs and you get the secondary tax on your second wage, usually what happens is you get a you're supposed to get a better tax return. Mm. So in the past, I've had really good tax returns when I was working eighty hours a week. I'd get like maybe a grand, maybe two grand was Ooh. always a nice feeling. But then one year, I accidentally earned too much and moved into a new tax bracket and didn't pay the tax. It was just mistakes, paperwork wise, and I owed them two grand, and that took maybe three years to pay off because I was just like hey look payment plan what's the least I can pay on this I was like I was like hey man like I hated that too because I worked 80 hour weeks that year and like really really was like hoping that I could get a good tax return and then they hit me up they're like yeah hey bud you owe two grand do you know what's crazy about that 
We were talking the other day about the uh, rich people, richy poo people, avoiding mm. their taxes. Mm. You accidentally made too much money, but not fifty million dollars too no. much money, and then you had to pay them back a bunch of money. I should have invested in a yacht or something like that. Mm, and then or you could have earned course. it from trust. Yeah, and not yeah. Paid any what a shame! I, I didn't have that kind of money floating around. Anyway, I, I, I'm crossing my fingers. When I left my last job to come here, I had. Uh, Something like 30 days of leave. Oh, thanks. So I got a really nice payout, but I'm also really, really, really nervous that that massive payout might have done something to my taxes, and I really don't want to pay anything back. But I have to. What are you going to buy if you get a If I get a tax one? return, if I get a tax return, I'm going to buy... Ooh. You know what? <laughs> Just like after pastel. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm just like, man, I'll make that thousand dollars stretch. I reckon I'll just finally get a waff, eh? That's probably, yeah, probably do that. Yeah. Um, my waff is up to date. Again, would never ever drrive without my waff being up to date because that's not right. But, it, you know, if Amen. I had the money to keep it more up to date, that would be great, you know? Um, waff's like 20 bucks. No, tires, man. Four new tires. What do I look like? Billionaire? I'm just going to be skidding around, girl. There's no other way. I don't have that sort of money. Anyway, looking forward to tax returns. Really would like... um. hope I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about tax returns. Well, I just hope I don't owe them another 80 cents. Amen. There you go. Amen. Amen. Um, you got a Wu-Tang tonight, aren't you? Oh, yes. You must be excited. I am. I've seen Nas before. Nas. I saw Nas live for the 20th anniversary of Illmatic... Uh, was it Illmatic? I think it was Illmatic. That was that was a great concert. That was one of my favorites. He just kind of like, I appreciated like Nas like sat down on stage and just kind of like talked about the records. Like each time he'd play it like chronologically, he'd sit down and he'd be like, hey, so when I made this song, I da da da. And I thought it was so cool. But seeing Nas and the Wu-Tang in one. Ooh. Oh, man. I love the Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang was like one of my favorite like groups. I think too, because like as a young Samoan, I too had watched many a cartoon, uh, Karate. Like, you know, fighting sport movies. Like, there was a... Like, so, the Wu-Tang, like, s- sampling a lot of, like, classic Asian cinema and their, their music was, like, so cool and I just thought it was sick. Yeah, because so, um, one of them did the soundtrack for Kill Bill, right? RZA. Yeah, it's one of the best soundtracks yeah, he, ever made, hands down. Man with the Golden... Man with the Iron Fist? Man with the Iron Fist, he did that one. RZA's acting career is like phenomenal. He was an American gangster with awesome. Denzel. Like he's done some great stuff. I, I I love I love the RZA, the Jizza, the old dirty bastard, Inspector Deck, You God, Ghostface Killer, and M E T H O D. Man, I hope I hope I hope they come through with some classic. See, I don't need to go excited. to the concert now because I just saw you. Honestly, today. it's no. gonna. I'm, 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 yeah. How's I'm it gonna, gonna be? How's it gonna beat that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> um, oh, I have a loose keys update, by the way. Oh no! Is it a good update? Or no, it is shocking bad twist. It is update. not good. I lost fifty bucks, Surprise. man. I lost a fifty dollar note. Bucks. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I'm not going to get it back in my tax return, probably. Probably but not. I lost it because I was hiring one of those um, things you can hire from a supermarket to clean your rugs. And mm. you have to do a $50 deposit, which they give back to you in cash. You also, and not, anyway, I lost it, but you also have to give them two forms of ID Jeez. to rent something to clean your carpet. I'm sorry, I don't even have two forms of ID. Like, well, it, it's not a car. It's just, I'm just going to bring it back in two hours mm. after my carpets are clean. It just seems like a lot. It just seems like a lot. Hiring and then not returning a rug cleaner? 
is so funny. That is, it is a bit of a huge it's, bit, right? It's hilarious. Yeah. I just love that. Imagine uh, they come they come to your house to get it, maybe. I don't know. Send dead collectors to get the rug cleaner. And I bet they must do, right? Because <laughs> how, I mean, how, they're not sending the like little old lady from my supermarket to come get it. She can't even pick it up, the poor thing. Yeah. So they must be calling somebody. I feel like I have an answer to your loose change thing, loose key. Look, why don't you just carry everything in coin? Um, I feel like that would honestly solve a lot of your issues. If you can't, if you mm, you would not have lost fifty dollars mm, if it was in coin. You would have known mm, if one of those bad boys fell. You would have heard it. I the bag would have gotten lighter. I'm throwing it out there. If you were to carry a hundred dollars in coin, you'd know that that money's in your bag. I think that's a really good idea. I think the issue I faced with this particular fifty dollars was I lost it immediately. Oh, like okay, they gave right. me back my deposit because I returned the carpet cleaner and great condition mm. and on time thank you and then um i stepped outside the store and it was gone so it must have just flown out of the oh, bag or yeah. i put it in a pocket and it just fell out of the pocket but i didn't get time to change it to coins mm. i think i'm just so useless that there's, <laughs> there's really no way around it unfortunately but um i've committed to doing it for the whole year so I feel like that's a financially irresponsible decision you're making. I've made a lot more financially irresponsible decisions than that, my friend. I will tell you that for free. I have bought some real stupid stuff in my time. Um, and I couldn't afford any of it. I mean, I lived overseas for three years doing not a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so we've got another minute left. <laughs> Yeah, we've just been. We've got another little minute left. Before the... we got another minute um, left. Um, I. What do we have going on for the? So this month is New Zealand Comedy Festival month, right? Music International month. Comedy New, New Zealand Music Month. There's also some writers' festivals going on. Yep. Samoan Language Weeks later on. Right now is Rotuma. It's a busy month. I know. May and always no ties me up. No public holidays. I'm still really disappointed. I feel like with everything that's going on, we deserve a break. I know. I agree. And also, I can't believe it's already May. Yeah. But I felt like February went on forever and March never ended. And then April was just like, hi, bye. <laughs> now um, it's May. And next week is your three-year anniversary. Oh, my God, yeah, my three-year anniversary of being at RNZ. Yay. Do we have anything planned for Thursday? Do we have anything good planned? Or are we just taking life, you know, day by day? What, do we Do we have anything good planned for our <laughs> show on Thursday? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about good to find good, but we will be back on Thursday. We will be back on Thursday. Uh, more celebrations for New Zealand Music Month, of course. You can expect that much. Uh, International Comedy Month. Uh, we've got Rotsuman Language Week. We've got a lot going on until we see you Thursday. As we always say, it's all fast before. Car keys.